welcome back to the Dented Puck. This is season seven, and as always, I'm joined by Dirk and Josh. Boys, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, Drew? I'm doing pretty good over here. Um, nothing new to report over here. What about you, Josh? What's up with you, man? Oh, I've had a fun couple days. Um, why don't I show you guys? Just make sure the volume's on. Nothing beats this, man. So this was a two-on-o, two-on-o drill. I'm on the far wall. All right, so if you can see it, I'm on the far side. <laughs> oh my! Ooh! Dude, you 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 ran into a you ran into a ghost. That's what you did. You go, you go no, like no, horizontal. No. So, so no, that's funny because I have a video game reference about about ghosts. But um, yeah. um. So I was coming down the left side um, on a two on zero, and I am uh, I am blind in my left side and the left side of my right eye. So everything on the left side that the board side is, I can't see. Um, and this rink does not have uh, glass on their penalty boxes. So the dude gave me a pass. It was a little far on my backhand, kind of went off my blade. So I went to go grab it along the board. You kind of went to duck under. To grab the puck um and i mean you'd i'd thought if there was boards there i there was glass or boards there my head would kind of graze it and i'd know and i mean i went to get the puck i i went i was about to get the puck and i mean the next thing i knew i was like spun and i just spun and on the ground and i mean you know doing instant concussion protocol but it looked like this was now, you know, 36 hours ago. I feel a lot better than I did then. But, um, man, that was that was scary, and that was close. Um, there's definitely going to be a, a zoomed-in version going around soon. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what got me out of workouts this week. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, uh, that's, uh, we've all, like, had the, had the crap knocked out of us. Um and and that and that was it. Mine was by an inanimate object. And but really, this is an advertisement for anybody. When you have the the, the where the glass starts, make sure you have good padding there, because like, that's what it did. That's what saved me from getting a concussion and something really serious. Because all it did was basically whip my head around, as opposed to actually really walloping me. So thank you to the high level helmet from CCM and uh, and the padding uh, for you know keeping me out of concussion protocol and 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 off the CTE charts. Uh, but really, like I, I this was this was a this could have been a bad one. Um, but I mean, this is this is what happens when we play. This is the this is the other end of it. When people are like, "Oh, you play blind hockey? Isn't that dangerous?" I mean, no, unless you go at fast speeds, and then yeah, because I'm me. <laughs> yeah i i've seen that clip so many times that i, I but i've never seen it on a larger screen <laughs> now you've seen it so yeah so now i know you're okay and like everything's good and it was you you definitely go completely horizontal at a certain point <laughs> it just looks like someone pulls the you know what is it uh, at the apollo that they have the hook for people that oh, are yeah. bad at performing, this, this 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 brings me back to my first blind hockey game ever. Was when I was playing for in Hendy that my first Hendy when I was playing for Team USA and uh, and Deflorio comes it just turns around, 
spins around to come out of the zone, takes one step, and there's Nick. <laughs> and 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 I get back in the locker room, and all I could say was, "Man, Nick went hel- helicopter." I mean, he was horizontal, yeah. and like I I had no idea what hit me. And like by the time I was on the ground, like I knew exactly what happened, and that's how I knew I, I there there was nothing. I there I had no worries about concussion because. All it took was me processing. I'm like, ah, there's no glass on the bench. That's what I hit. And and cool. I go to and I go to half get up, and the coach Paul's like, no, no, stay down. I'm like, Paul, no CTE. We're good. He's like, really? He's like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get up. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. And I got up, and I was like, oh, my neck. And he's like, you good? And I was like, I think I'm gonna sit the rest of this one out. And it was kind of like the least hockey player, but like, dude, you just took a, a an inanimate object, a post to the face. <laughs> you should probably in in, in 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 a practice that means nothing. You should probably take a seat. Yeah. Um, and if you can see, I have a bandaid on my nose. The the biggest joke of all of this was the dude who the dude who made the pass is an awesome dude named Brian. Um, and he was helping me out back in there. He goes, dude, you got to keep pressure on your nose. It's going to keep bleeding. I'm like, Brian, dude, like, I just got my neck snapped around. I am not worried about my nose. He goes, keep pressure. I'm like, I'm worried about my neck, not my nose. I was like, if you can see, like, my forehead, I have experience with uh, face- with facial lacerations. It kind of comes with being blind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those, like, close calls. Thank God. Um on the spectrum of like could have been bad. Uh, if you're if you were watching this on your phone, um, I, I when I grabbed the the screen grab from Live Barn, I was hoping the the camera is on that side and not on the far side. Uh, if you haven't noticed, this is Mosley and not my face now. Um, uh, but yeah, it is. I mean, hockey is hockey's a, a, a fast, rough sport, and I mean. Uh, again, same advertisement because now I'm taking way too much time, and that's what I do. Uh, if you are, if you are, if you have never skated in it or been checked into an open bench door, um, it's not fun. Don't leave bench doors open ever. It's not good, regardless whether you're blind or not. Because if because if the bench door is open or the penalty door is open, I'm going to somehow back skate across the entire rink and skate right into it. There will be a video somewhere. It's gotta be, but um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting couple of days. How are things uh, out there in Colorado, there, Corey? Well, I got my camera working. That's nice. That's Ooh. right. We see you so much. I didn't even realize. So this is gonna be really. This is gonna be a really weird time warp. Yeah, we're like the interview we had with Trent Tribble. My camera was broken. Well, I, I don't think I don't think even I didn't say anything any of that but yeah no but but when we come back so this is gonna be so just remember you're gonna see Corey's face and it's gonna disappear for the for the nhl whole nhl episode that he uh that he that he participates in um but now as a participate is like the uh i don't know the knight's mascot yeah pretty much i mean it's like i didn't really i couldn't really I don't know. There wasn't really much for me to say about the Knights because we didn't really change much and there isn't much to change, I guess. It's like 
yeah i can be cocky all i want but it's like what else can i say about them other than like they're the same pretty much the same damn team as they were gets a camera and then he gets even more cocky like let's uh i think we should re-break his camera that's okay he still thinks phil kessel's on the team so yeah that's how much of a fan i am phil didn't know (laughs) he just likes the shiny colors (laughs) yeah i'm like a bird just put a hot dog bun on Corey's camera. We're all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's um, that that episode was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, in the blind hockey world, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, the blind classic is going to be in Chicago in November, um, and then Josh, I think that now we can start finally talking about New Jersey in February. Yeah, because you know I'm the I'm the loose lift one in Jerusalem and it's like no we can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about it yet. So uh the Devils have been awesome in partnering and uh and shout out to our uh our Drew's boss, Maureen, um also for partnering with us in helping get this weekend together. Um right now it, it is we're we're looking I, I, I have Jersey Blind Hockey Weekend. We gotta come up with something better than that though. You know, me and my names, I'm working. Um, but the idea is, so we are starting it out on February 15th with the Devils game. The Devils will be playing uh, the LA Kings at 7 p.m. in Newark. Uh, we are, um, after that game, we're going to get the same we got uh, last year at the Devils game. Um, I also have reserved ice um, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we will have at least three games, um, possibly four. Uh and we are working on the reason that we are working around this weekend and starting with the Devils game on Thursday is that Saturday and Sunday is the NHL Stadium Series at MedLife Stadium um, where the Devils will be playing the Flyers on on Saturday night and the Rangers will be playing the Islanders on Sunday afternoon. So we have an amazing opportunity to do a lot of hockey-related things that weekend. Uh, I am currently working on... Uh, starting conversations around um, accessible seating, possibly, and events at the outdoor game. Um, but currently, we have an interest form up on the website and on our social media for anybody that's interested in going. It is not a commitment, um, but you can, you can absolutely look for flights. Um, we will have hotel information up, but uh, this is a 100% confirmed event. We have at least four ice times. Uh, possibly more, and it'll be a hockey-filled weekend. Um, and uh, the most amazing thing, and the one thing that I've been pushing the Devils for, they finally are willing to fully promote it, change it, and make it blind hockey night at the Rock, and uh, put us on the ice uh, during the second intermission. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's always you know how do we get it in front of more people but the i feel like the other thing that we always talk about is you know we can tell you about blind hockey we can show you videos but until you've experienced it in person you don't really yeah. comprehend what the sport is um yeah. and so you know what better way than in front of what eight how many is the rock hold uh it's 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 in the 16th to eight it's in the 16th <laughs> 14 to 16 maybe 
Really? Yeah. Holy crap. That's a lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. And you figure a quarter or maybe half of those people are out of their seats during intermission. Yeah. That's still 8,000 people that that's are going to. still watch. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the game I played last year. I, I My mother was like, you're not. You're not going to get anybody to come watch your game after. I go, Mom, 1%. She goes, what do you mean? Tell me 1% of people would go watch. And she goes, okay, 1%. I go, so now we're talking 10,000 people, Mom. What's 1% of 10,000? Well, 100. I go, so I just got 100 more people to watch blind hockey. Yeah. And that's the idea. So now we're talking 50%. Not even. Let's say 30. Let's say 30%. Oh, it's still 30%. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, again, it's just an opportunity to push push the needle forward, and, uh, you know, it's really nice to see the NHL realizing that, you know, in order to properly promote us, we need to put, put it out in front of people, and, you know, they, I know that for a long time it's been, you know, they only wanted kids, uh, you know, when to show the might team or the squirt team or the triple, whatever it may be. Um, but it was very youth oriented. And I think that we can, you know, equate a lot of this movement to Columbus. They were the first team that allowed our, our guys to be on the ice. It was a three minute game in between periods. But, you know, again, 30% of those people stick around. That's what? 4,000 new people that know all about blind hockey and have been able to see it. Uh, and for us to be able to play a game after the game, you know, we give them a little taste and then by the time they're out of the game, they can come and we're already gone. So I think it's going to be a really good uh, experience all the way around. Um, but again, Columbus, you know, Trent, who is our, our interview this week, he was part of that group that got to skate in between periods at Columbus. Um, he talks about it a little bit during our interview, but it sounds like it's an amazing, amazing experience. And, uh, you know, listening to all of his other sports that he's played, uh, you know, I, I think it was just incredible to meet a newcomer. I mean, would you guys consider yeah. Trent a newcomer? Relatively, yeah, because I haven't met him in person. Not that I haven't, just because I haven't met him, but I just, I hadn't even really heard of him until we were getting ready to interview him, so... I mean, I think that entire Columbus group is like they're just not regulars at our events. So, and I think yeah. it's I think that's changing, and I think the communication is is improved, and I think their what their experience in St. Louis is is really going to go a long way. Um, but like I, I I like having the guys that you know we consider newcomers that we don't that aren't part of, you know, that central group of blind hockey that kind of extends a little bit. So, yeah, the, the newcomer kind of works. Yeah. And it's always good to see, you know, like, like the, the Columbus is one of the newer teams, to see them coming to the events and getting, you know, on the podcast. We can hear their stories so we can get to know them. So it's been, it was a good experience having them on. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Just getting the new guys out there and, and making sure that people know that we have programs all over the place. Uh, and yeah, it was absolutely. really cool to hear about how behind the team Columbus is. So, uh, yeah, you know, this was so this is a great interview, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting a couple more of the Columbus guys on the the podcast and talking to them about it more. Hey guys, what's up? Dirk here. Just want to take a quick time out to talk to you about Conway and Banks. For blind hockey players, hockey bags are one of the most important pieces of equipment we own. 
I've got to tell you, there aren't many bags out there that can match up to this one. The Hockey Bag by Conway & Banks not only rolls, includes ventilation, it also has a contrast color bottom, and my favorite feature, interior bag compartments. Imagine having a hockey bag so well organized, you can find anything you need in seconds, with or without vision. Conway & Banks have partnered with the Dented Puck Foundation to bring these amazing bags to the blind hockey community. By using the link in our bio or the code DENTPUCK10, that's D-E-N-T-P-U-C-K-1-0, on the Conway & Banks website, you can save 10% on your purchase and it will help support the foundation. And now, Trent Tribble. All right, Trent, well, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you here. How's it going today? Yeah, it's going good. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Uh, so you are from Columbus, correct? Yep. Born and raised. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, what, I guess to start off, if we're going to be classifying, what level of B are you? B1, B2, B3? Mm, I think I'm I'm uh, slowly moving into a B2. Um okay. Yeah, I probably say around there now. Okay, what uh, what kind of eye condition do you have? If you so, if you are comfortable sharing, what kind of eye condition do you have? Yeah, no, I have uh, aniridia. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of it, but no. uh, ba basically means you were born without an iris, which is that protective layer um, that protects the cornea and all of that good stuff. Uh, so definitely a lot of cornea scarring and other conditions that came along with that now i'm battling with glaucoma wow interesting and is that is that what basically is taking your eyesight the glaucoma yeah yeah okay that makes sense are you more susceptible to glaucoma if if you have aniridia you know what i um i, I i'm not quite sure on that i know it, okay. it, there's, there's a variation of conditions that you can um get more easily like my, my daughter she struggled with glaucoma since birth that that's been her main issue but my main issue starting out was the cornea uh damage and okay. stuff like that yeah you just got the lucky double draw in the the eye condition right <laughs> along with everything else that i've acquired along the way yeah <laughs> when it rains it pours right right um, so have you always been interested in hockey or how'd you get into, how'd you get into blind hockey with Columbus blind? So I've always been interested in hockey. Um, when I was younger, my vision was a lot better, maybe like, you know, 2080 or something like that, 2100. Um, and I always wanted to play. I always thought I could play. Um, I've always been really athletic. Um, but I just never thought I could see well enough to do it. Um, now since playing blind hockey, I've met so many guys who was going out there and just doing it, um, without even playing blind hockey. So, um, but I, I mean, I've, I've always been a skater. Um, I, I, I used to blade, um, and then kind of got thrown into, uh, ice skating, just, just, you know, fun Friday night, you know, um, teen stuff. Um, and I just always was good on the ice. Um, and so that's kind of how I, I, I just kind of managed to fit right in once I found out about blind hockey. I, um, really just needed the, uh, 
the knowledge of the the sport. I've never really, you know, even played it before now. So, how did you find out about it? Um, so there was a tri blind hockey event that the Columbus Blue Jackets held uh, here in Columbus, and I took my kids out there and we tried it out. And um, there's an organization in the city um, that I play for now. Uh, Columbus uh, Ice Hockey, and they um, they started a blind hockey team. So that was one of the things that they were out there, um, you know, trying out, trying to recruit people. Um, they do like sled hockey, all kind of stuff through our parks and rec. Thanks. Oh, that's cool. So does that does that give you opportunity to do other sports like beatball or goalball, whatever it may be? Yeah, so I play um I play blind soccer as well. Um I I, I tried to get into beatball this season, but um I just with work and stuff like that, it was doing like two sports already kind of was a lot. So I think I'm gonna try to fall into it next year though. That's awesome. Um so you talked about work. What uh what do you do what do you do for work? Um I'm a licensed vendor uh with the Randolph Shepherd Act. Awesome. Oh, nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. What do you, is it anything specific or it's just, just basic, uh, basic snacks and food? No, I, uh, I have a coffee shop and, uh, like 15 vending machines. Awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. Do they switch over? Cause they're, they're talking about doing that in Maryland now. I just checked in the other day to see if they were doing anything because they've been shut down since COVID. Is that what they've transferred now? Just basically vending machines instead of. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah, I mean, open food is kind of dead around this area. I'm kind of one of the lucky ones. It's, it's it's a lot of vending and just micro markets, honestly. Yeah. Um. So when did you find uh, Columbus Blind Hockey? 2019, 2020, somewhere around there. Awesome. So, so you were you were kind of that uh, another like me, just kind of pre-COVID, and then. It's like, oh, okay, now we're not playing hockey again. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, that that's sad. So, what kind of? Uh, I I know you guys have a relationship with the Blue Jackets. What uh, what kind of relationship do you guys have with the Blue Jackets, and what have you uh, done in in connection with the Blue Jackets? Um. So. Columbus Ice Hockey has had a relationship with the Blue Jackets for a while, um, from what I know. Um, and so they they always do like an event every year. It's called uh, Hockey is for Everyone. Um, and they bring a lot of different um, special hockey uh, groups out. And so uh, recently they added uh, us in and we've done um, like a red line ceremony. And then uh, last year, we actually got to play uh, like a three-minute game during halftime, so that was pretty cool. That is cool. Um, yeah, what was it like? Oh, okay. sorry, go ahead. No, you're all you. I was just gonna say, yeah. What, what was it like, dude, when you did like your first, uh, like your first big event with Blind Hockey? Where you got to really be. Uh, I think it was St. Louis, right? Was your first? No, Pittsburgh. Was it Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, what was that yeah. like for you going there the first time, man? Uh, that was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I um. I mean, I've always been, like I said, athletic and, and sort of in shape, but, um, I didn't realize how, uh, how, how, how hard you guys go out there for sure. Um, gave me a run for my money. I was, 
was not prepared. The first game, I was like, I came to the bench after like maybe a minute, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. My coach was like, you gotta, you gotta finish this out, man. Like you gotta do. It. I was like, I know, because if I don't, I'm not gonna be able to even come back. And I did. Now I, I got adjusted. Um, and I mean, the the rest of the weekend was really fun, man. Yeah, you know, it's a fast game, man. You wouldn't like, you wouldn't think how fast some of these guys go, but they get on the ice with Dan Tran and Tim Kane and Luke Miller, and they're flying. Right. So, yeah, it, it can be intimidating. So I understand that. What were you gonna ask, Josh? Oh no, I I was gonna ask how that um how that three minute game went. How was it playing in front of? Gotta be what at least ten thousand fans, right? Yeah, I knew. I mean, it was a sold out game because um we were playing uh, Canada, so they they always I guess they travel here because it's cheaper. Um, yeah. So I mean, it was packed. I mean, it was it was nerve-wracking before I got on the ice. Once I got on there, man, I couldn't focus on anything but trying to get a goal. So I yeah. didn't even I didn't even hear what was going on around me, honestly. Nice. And how did the did fans seem to take it, though? Were they pretty loud? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, afterwards, watching, you know, videos afterwards and stuff, it was kind of cool to just see how, how excited everyone was and, um, you know, how, how the sport actually is, is accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have those videos? Because I haven't seen any of those. That'd be kind of cool to, and we could tag a video in this with you. Yeah, I can. And we could um, have, a clip, have little clips of it or something. That'd be kind of cool to add to the. Yeah, I can. I can send you guys something. Cool, yeah, absolutely. And, and I have to thank you because you guys. Um, it's funny. Within a week last year, uh, two things happened. There was an announcement that the Devils might be doing the an outdoor hockey game at the MetLife Stadium where the Jets and Giants play. Um, and the same week, you guys got on the ice. And uh, we did an event for the Devils last year, and I went right up to my ticket rep, and I was like, so, guess what, buddy? I was like, you guys don't get to set the precedent. I was like, and I am not happy about this. Man. Um, so, but, but honestly, your precedent is really like what we're going off of. So I have to thank you because that's been my goal is to get on the ice between periods. Not happy it wasn't me doing the first time, but really happy that you guys got it because it shows like it's one thing if you have a table it's another thing if you literally get on the ice and show them that we can play right. and yeah. you know it's one thing it's one thing if you have 15 people there it's one it's another if you're playing in front of a sold out arena because you know even if people go to get food there's still seven <clears> eight <throat> ten thousand people that are still sitting there right so yeah i'm sure that was an awesome experience but i wanted to thank you because that's taking the next step for hopefully a devil's event this year where we do get on the ice. Um, so I'm sorry, Dirk, did you have something? No, no. Um, no, you didn't. So I, I know you, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's stay with blind hockey. So I, I know the last event you, you went to was the, uh, the tournament in St. Louis. How did, how, how did you enjoy that? Um, I enjoyed that a lot. I feel like I was, uh, way more prepared i you know conditioned um and uh i thought i was going to be more uh defensive and want to kind of stay back but um they kind of threw me in on offense and i liked it man and, and I, you know the guy set me up and i got a goal so you know nice. it's kind of nice the first time in my adult sports career you know what i mean to get a goal yeah. so 
That's cool, man. And these are coming it's, from three guys that don't score don't score much. So yeah, like <laughs> and anyone that goes in is special, dude. Yeah, I um, think in what five years I've scored maybe two goals at, at best. <laughs> I've played a lot of games. Dude, you had two goals in camp. <laughs> no, I had one goal in camp. Oh, uh, one goal in two. I had an assist. Yeah. Um, but I usually don't get those either. So not and I know, Yeah. I know it was funny you talking about being conditioned. Um how was the showcase game for you then? Oh, that was that was it was fun. You know what I mean? Like it um it kind of was one of those things where I was like back to what I said about, you know, wanting to play when I was younger and not thinking I could see well enough to play against some sighted guys like, you know, it it kind of showed me how athletic I could still be. Oh, yeah, those those guys are a lot of fun to play with. And and that's and that's the the one thing we don't lose. Like the athleticism's still there. Like we're still fine. So there is stuff we can't see, and that you know it affects a lot. But like if you're if you're athletic, it's going to shine through, and it absolutely did. Um, let's talk about your daughter because I know I know that she's a big part of this too. Um, how did um, did she join with you, and how did how did she evolve into blind hockey? Because it, I know she was a stud in that uh, in the in the Dog Nation game, that showcase game. Yeah, um, she joined at the same time as I did, um, and she's just you know, she's just slowly been taking her time and you know working on her um, her skating skills and you know conditioning with me, working on her stamina, um, and you know we thought that she was gonna play blue um, at St. Louis and. She was able to, you know, step up and play white. So that was exciting. You know what I mean? It was exciting for her too, just to, uh, you know, see her hard work paying off. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what I said. I don't know. I was shaking my head no when you said blue. Like, and, but that was what I've said and we talked about it was awesome about, about that event. Like, we had a good group of you guys there that usually like haven't been to a lot of tournaments recently. So it was good getting you guys in and your coaches in and, and, and working with you guys. And the same thing with the new Minnesota group. Um, I had a blast at that event. I, the, the whole, all top to bottom and, and you guys were great. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing with you guys too. Um, I do. I There's something I else I did. I did want to mention, um, so like we do, we all have our talents. Um, a lot of us, a lot of us in this group, it's hockey. Um, but you definitely have something that you do that that is that is not typical to, to blind people. What, what is it that you do? What what are your, what is what are some of your talents or your major talents? Uh, I like to produce music. Um, I mean, I, I like to uh, mix and master music, uh, record vocals myself. Um, but I've been, I mean, I've been producing music since I was like in the third grade. Um, and I just continue to do it. And, you know, it's funny, actually, this, I mean, uh, a lot of, um, people in our community who are visually impaired have actually taught me a lot. You know what I mean? Um, how accessible this stuff really is, especially with, uh, me losing a lot more of my vision. So. Um, it's a lot more blind producers and artists out there that we don't know about, you know what I mean? So, um, hopefully I can, you know, put some stuff out there and, you know, get my name out there and help other people and, you know, we'll see. 
Absolutely. Do you play any instruments? Um, I play the piano like a little bit. Like I play by ear. I, I never was like trained. Um, I'm not gonna get on there and like just start throwing down some crazy chords or nothing. But um, that, that's my instrument. Do you feel like um? Because I I played a bunch of stuff and I I used to play guitar up till recently, and I lost my the sight of my left eye. So I like. My uh, what I, the part that actually matters, I can't see. So that makes it very difficult for me. Do you feel like, as you kind of went through sight loss, um, that is more difficult for you, or because you play by ear? Do you think that really kind of helps? Um, I think. I mean, I think it kind of helps. Um, because I, I mean, I'm not a. Like I said, I never was classically trained, so a lot of the stuff that I, I'm you know, I'm used to doing this all computer based anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I'll get on there and throw a couple of things together and then layer and then layer and then layer. And it sounds like I did something, you know what I mean? All <laughs> at one time. But, um, I mean, that's what a lot of guys do too, but it, you know, um, it, it does help though, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I've heard some of it and you guys got to Where can let's, let's, let's drop it here and we'll drop it later. Where can people find your music? Um, I got music on Apple Music. Uh, I mean, all, I mean, all streaming platforms. Um, SoundCloud. Uh, it's a uh, T T space S O N Y Q. So, probably the only one you're gonna find. There you go. Awesome. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So, Trent, were you a hockey fan before before you played it? And um, were you, are you a Jackets fan? So, um. Definitely a Jackets fan. Always been a Jackets fan. Um, I, I've gone to um, hockey games as a kid. Like I've gone to OSU games and Jackets games and stuff like that. So, said I've always, you know, been a fan of it, um, but never really. I mean, never really <laughs> got into it enough to understand, you know, the rules or what I was really watching. You know what I mean? Um, it's just it was just always exciting to watch the guys go at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. It is definitely the fastest game, uh, and I was I saw an article or maybe it was just a meme um, that was God. A hockey hit is harder than a football collision, even it's though guys are smaller and lighter. It's like twenty percent harder or something because like they're going faster. Yeah. Yeah, I got. And you. then you land and you hit the ice. And when you hit the ice, the ice, the ice is way worse to hit than grass. I'd rather land on nice soft grass any day of the week. Yeah. Do you know who hit you? Did you get that? That? No, I, I don't know who it was, but they got me good. I'm not gonna lie. I was. Uh, Which event? Oh, uh, St. Louis. Okay, I wasn't there. there. It wasn't. Wasn't there. Don't even. I wasn't there. If it was Pittsburgh, I was worried. I'm like, oh, no. I know. I know. And it's why that's why we knew you were there. <laughs> Before either you or Drew said something, I'm making sure you know that wasn't me. No, you'll know if it's me. <clears throat> and I'll call him out. It was Kyle. No, on me, it was Kyle. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, see, if Kyle, let's see if Kyle watches this one. I think a lot of people, you know, we are a non-checking sport. There is contact. <laughs> You know, like that's, I think that people come in like, well, there's not supposed to be hitting. Well, no, there's not hitting, but we're both going for the same puck in the same foot area of ice. There's going to be 
some kind of body on body collision. Right. Um, so how was that for you? You know, I, Josh, myself, Dirk, we all played when we were growing up. Um, so like checking was always a big part of the game when we were kids. Uh, having not had that uh, experience, there we go, experience before, how was it to go into blind hockey and get, you know, get hit? Because it happens. I know I've gotten blown up a couple times. Um, I mean, it wasn't really bad. I, I played football growing up too, so um, I, I okay. definitely, yeah. like you said, it's, it it wasn't. You know, honestly, it's probably my my second nicest hit. You know what I mean? That I've had for sure. <laughs> um, so I mean, it definitely was a it was a shock, but you know, it kind of got me fired up to you know go back at it and try to get that puck. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe lean a shoulder in a little bit harder than you would have before. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing like a good hit to get you in the game, dude. Sometimes yeah. that's what it takes for me to get into a race for someone to knock me down. Yeah. So, uh, what position did you play growing up in football? Uh, I was like right receiver, cornerback, um, more so cornerback. I always like to play cornerback just because. I was, you know, playing a man versus trying to uh, spot a ball, being visually impaired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, wh- why do I feel like every time we talk to somebody who played football growing up, I'm like, I should really do it. So every time we talk to someone that grew up playing football, I have this vision of blind football where, like, you know, we have three divi- three levels of vision. So, like, like you said, you played cornerback because you could play a man. But, like, there's, like, me – my vision is I see distance very well. So like I can play quarterback because I can lock on to that quarterback and know if that ball's coming. Mm. But uh was that is that something you'd be interested in? Would you would you be a crazy one that joined blind football if we get something oh, like that I, started? I, I definitely would. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. There you go, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk is have you ever met you ever met Der, uh Derek from Maine? Uh was he at St. Louis? Yeah. That, that, yeah. I don't know. That's why I was. I, if, if I knew he was there, I could have told you. I, I was gonna say think, I, I, I heard the name uh, Derek, but I don't know. I if think he was there. I think he was there for that one. I know uh, he's in Pittsburgh. You, you know, you know. It's like you meet people, then you really meet people. But he's yeah. like he plays. He plays for his high school, and he's they're ones that I gave the idea to. And every time they're like, Josh, no, you got to do football, and I'm like, I'm doing hockey. <laughs> you got like at some point. We should really just grab a football in a tournament and just play football and see if it see how absolutely ridiculous it would be. We have three levels of vision. So like you have a way that and there's three levels of play. There's players in football. You have the skill positions, you have the you have your linebackers and your running back, you have your linebackers and your backs and your tight ends, and then you have the line. Not until helmets are better at stopping concussions. You would all have to play with those cushions on top of the helmets. Oh no, pillows! We're putting pillows in our heads. Is it like this? Just sounds like concussion syndrome protocol. Just like you want? Do you want to go into concussion syndrome? Here, there's a, a football. We're just gonna, run straight at somebody. We're gonna figure out a way to name it so the abbreviations are CTE. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 that's the thing I'm worried about, killing each other. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, the, the idea is there. Yeah. yeah. I always wanted to play lacrosse growing up. We should get blind lacrosse going. Yeah, but that how, how do you, like, the problem with basketball, too, like, 
when that ball's in the air, it's the same with their puck. When it's in the air, it's very hard to figure out where it is. Like that lacrosse ball is in the air. Who has a chance? And we have to catch something coming in midair. Yeah, that's Everyone true. plays with a goalie stick. <laughs> that's it. Hey, adaptations, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so For some reason, I feel like I may have seen someone doing blind blind uh, lacrosse um, over the summer, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you got to um, find that, man. I want to go check that out. Yeah, I'm going to have to check into that. Uh, so what other sports did you play besides football? Uh, soccer. That was it. Um, yep. And then I, I, I'm back into it now. How's that going? I know that that's, that's a pretty up-and-coming, pretty big thing, especially uh, it's Paralympic qualified now, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's that, how's that going? Did, were you at the, the camp? Yeah, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I went and did that, and that was um, – that was a that was a pretty big rush too, honestly, because um, I think I, I played in one other event, but I, I went out in Texas and I kind of I kind of stood out, honestly. Um, I mean, I was blocking balls, and you know, um, it was it was fun, man. I, I've always, I, like I said, I've always been a defensive guy, so I mean, I was just really happy with my defensive performance. Awesome. I thought you had to be a B1 to play blind soccer. So that's what the clinic was for. The clinic gives everybody the opportunity to come on there and, you know, throw the shades on. But if you're playing, you know, international, international, Uh, yeah, you you have to be B1, yeah. But you could still go to the train. You could still go and play at the tournament. Oh, okay, cool. You have to be a B1 and wear shades. Oh, to do Olympic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still got to put them shades on. And so I've heard that there's a, there's two versions of blind soccer. One that is the B1 version, and then there's one that's called Sevens. Is that? So I'm not quite sure exactly. So I've heard there's a there's another version as well. Um, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I heard it was for um, like B3s, and they didn't have to wear shades. Okay. Um, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I mean, that would be that, that's I I've heard of them, but I have not done a lot of research into it. Um, I hate running, so soccer has never been a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that. Uh, see, I, guess, see, like, I hate I hate running too because of the ADD. But I love I love soccer, man. You're constant. You're if you're good, you're constantly moving. I, I hate running unless it's in a sport like soccer, capture the flag, tennis. I don't mind, but if it's just like a, you know, just running cross country long distance, I get bored. That's all right. I hate running except if it's in a sport like soccer. Then capture the flag. Hey man, so you officially think, you, anointed. You, hey, I was kicking. I kicked butt at capture the flag back in the day, dude. Nobody could catch me. <laughs> Even that, I didn't want to get in the way of me. Back to United as a sport is epic. <laughs> so, what do you think the difference between like running on a soccer field and you know skating on the ice? You know, I, I know that you get that glide. You know what I mean on the ice. Um, Easier on the joints. Yeah. The knees. I just like skating. I enjoy. I I enjoy just skating. So that's kind of you know there are people that enjoy running. I could just do laps. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, I could skate all day. And I'd be good with that. So I think that's like, you know, I think, the, and I think that people have different, you, especially in these sports when you have to do that extra, whether it's running, skating more, uh, whatever it may be, like you have to find what works for you in order to continue that conditioning growth. So like for me, I tried to force myself to do running for a while and I'm like, I hate every second of this like from <laughs> top to bottom i am not having a good time uh and so it was just like well then let's just go to public skate like it it's boring in a way but you know for guys again i've been skating for a long time so it's just doing laps and then you kind of get in a groove and and that's how i get some conditioning in. obviously it'd be better right. if it was, you know with a stick and a puck and all that fun stuff but um, yeah, I think that, that for me, that's my running is going to public skate. Um, and I don't yeah, I'm, I'm just so bad at running. <laughs> just to run. Uh, yeah. I'm just very stiff. Uh, so in blind soccer, what, is there a path for competition for you since you're not a B1, um, does that mean you're just going to be doing the clinics and, and playing scrimmages and stuff in that, or is there going to be an opportunity to maybe do some kind of league? Um, so, you know, hopefully um, with, with the expansion of it, you know, um, if my vision, it stays the same and I'm in this, you know, floating area of B3 and B2, you know what I mean? Maybe hopefully I'll be able to, you know, get to play in some type of league or, you know, just do clinics. Um, maybe there'll be more um, frequent clinics. Because, um, I mean, I've only done, I've, I've probably been playing blind soccer maybe since 2019 as well. Um, and I've only done two. Um, and, you know, COVID was a thing, but I just feel like um, there's there's a little bit more growth that can be done in that area. Um, but if not, you know, maybe I, you know, lose more vision and I'm a, you know, B1 and I have the opportunity to play at Olympic level, you know, so that'd be nice. nice. Yeah. I mean, we don't hope that for you. No, <laughs> but, you know, it's that, a possibility. I mean, yeah. Well, and I guess that's what's always interesting about our sports and our peers. It's like, you know, you we've got some friends that are B4s and you're like, man, I, like, if only, <laughs> yeah. If only, if only you were just a little more blind, like you'd be, you'd qualify for international right. play. But right. at the same time, you're like, but I don't want you to lose any more than you already have. The silver line. If you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, we That's... could kind of get Dirk to lose more vision, so he'll be a B one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be the next Doug Goyce. <laughs> no, take... no, next Kevin Brown. I've always wanted to play goalie. <laughs> so you'll so be it'll be like playing NHL. I'll just scream at you where to go and it'd be like stick check, stick check, back check, back check, left, right. I was, was killing anything that makes any noise in my corner, that's all. <laughs> uh, so Trent, having played blind soccer and having played Ice, blind ice hockey. What are your thoughts on the possibility of wearing shades while playing blind ice hockey? I mean, 
that's kind of one of the reasons why I enjoy it as a, a you know, um, because I can still use some of my usable vision. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I think it would be a little bit more dangerous than blind soccer. <laughs> it would definitely slow the game down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that it's it's an interesting it is an interesting topic um, to to consider because there are obviously some schools of thought that think that 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 is a necessary division for sport for for ice hockey is to have some sort of uh, B one only or vision occluded, but I think it really changes the entire characteristic of the game. You know, I think that. Like you said, soccer, it's a little bit easier because you're not on blades. You know, you're connected to the ground. You feel it a little bit more, like mm-hmm. there's a lot more that you can kind of figure out. Um, I just feel and like- that And that, ball's, and that ball is a lot easier. You have a lot better control over that ball than you do over a hockey puck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and I mean, that's it. Like, we're again up against this. How many? It's a, it's, it's a, not the Canada versus U.S. thing, but how many people grew up on the ice, as opposed to how many people in Canada grew up on the ice? But in this conversation, it's how many people grew up learning to play hockey versus you know kicking around the soccer ball and dribbling it around. Where a very large chunk of Americans have, and that's, and that's a, a big, it's a big, it's a big help to when you try to do something with all your vision gone, is that you know what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, and again, I don't even think there's a right answer on if it's if it's something that should be done or shouldn't. I think it's something that just kind of keeps growing. Um, what what are your your hopes for this upcoming season? I know you guys don't start until late November. Uh, right. I know that we may be getting you for the classic here in Chicago, so I'm hoping we get you and Lyric for that. Um, what are you excited about coming up? What are you What are you hoping to Are you hoping to progress in your skills? Like, what's What's your goal for this upcoming season? Um, yeah, definitely to um, up my skills, um, condition a little bit harder, um, be able to go out there and you know uh, really really push myself to move a little faster, um, you know go the extra mile, um, try to go in there and make some plays. You know what I mean? Um, another goal would be nice, but, um, just, I mean, honestly, I'm looking forward to having fun. You know what I mean? Going out and being able to compete still, you know what I mean? That's, that, that's what keeps driving me to do this. Um, just to be able to have fun and be around people who are interested in the same things that I'm in and until I can't do it no more. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that that's something that we kind of, some, sometimes we lose sight of is that it's a game. Like we're all lucky that we get to play a game and, and be around the community. So it's good to keep that in the back of your head. Um, are you, are you excited for Chicago? Are you nervous at, and you know the the compete level because I know it's going to be rough. You guys might have a practice or two before. So you're going to be in a little cold, but yeah. You, how how are you feeling? You you think you got a goal in you? I think you do. Uh, I mean, I think I do. Um, 
I, uh, I mean, I just, I think I need to condition and go to like open skates. Like you said, just, you know, um, we have a couple, uh, we have an indoor, it's like a rubber, I guess, rink or whatever. Um, mm. I get on there and practice some shots and, you know, do whatever I can to get ready. Cause like you said, I will have limited ice time, but, um, I'm excited. I mean, um, I know there was one in Chicago a couple of years ago and I, uh, mad that I, I wasn't able to be there i've always wanted to come to chicago anyway so uh it's good that i'll get to come and play hockey there awesome would that have been the showdown yeah i think it was yeah um, yeah we don't get it for our tournament but we're getting for usa hockey's yeah <laughs> trying to make us feel unwelcome now you didn't want to you know what to I d- I didn't no, that was on us dude it. <laughs> I didn't even know, and that's why I'm glad I'm in touch with you guys. So that's why I'll be staying on you so I can, you know, keep that information so I can make sure I'm there. You, you don't remember, dude? I was like, man, the Columbia, and it was like three or four days before the tournament. I, I sent I sent Trent, um, like, the link for the videos. He's like, hey, man, where is this? And I was like, Chicago, you didn't hear about this? He goes, no. And I'm like, I was heartbroken, and I, I like I went to Drew. I was heartbroken that you guys had no idea that that, that it had that it was happening without you guys knowing. So, yeah. like getting on the same page is awesome. I'm glad you're coming this time. Yep. All right. Uh, so, Trent, where can I mean? I know we got your your music streaming tag out there. Um, do you do other social media? Are you on the Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff? Yep. Uh, Instagram is the same thing. It's uh, TT underscore S-O-N-Y-Q. Um, my Facebook is pretty private, so. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's cool. I don't believe it. Good. Yeah, as much as anyone knows, you do not have a Facebook. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess... Uh, you know, before we let you go, we did this a lot last year, the last couple of seasons, but you're you're still pretty, you know, dipping your toes into blind hockey. What's been your your most memorable moment that you that you can think of? Man, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, it's that that first game that I, that I went out there and I I was like, Man, I'm not I'm not conditioned, I'm not ready for this. Um I gotta, I gotta, you know, make some changes. I, um, they, I, I didn't realize, you know, the magnitude of the tournament that I was going to be in, you know, um, based on other things that I had done, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, that's probably the most memorable and that'll stick in my head. So I know every time I go out there, I need to be prepared. Cause you, you jumped right into the red division or did you start in the white? I, I started in, I started in white, yeah. Oh, you just okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but don't be fooled. Some of those teenagers in the white, they're pretty hungry for it. So, oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, I'd almost fear for myself more playing in the white division because those some of those kids hit hard. <laughs> yeah, no, they move fast, they're slippery. Yeah. All right, well, Trent, we really appreciate you taking the time to come and talk to us today and get to know a little bit more about you. Um, I'm really hoping that you'll make it to Chicago and we'll get to meet in person and do this face-to-face. But, uh, you know, again, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing down in Columbus and wish you the best of luck in this season, man. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you guys having me.